Welcome back to an Ax League of Their Own. I am Adeline. I'm JC. And I'm Alex. And this is episode 14. We are really bad at doing the two-week thing. Um, it also doesn't help that everything is coming out at once, so that just shit happens. It's all right. So if you could kind of guess what this one is going to be, it's going to be the new rules because they were just recently dropped. So the new rules, they start on March 9th, which is the U.S. champs here in the Berg. Big Axe clutch attempts are a mandatory max of three missed in a row, and then you have to go back down. So say so you hit, you both bowl in, you go up for clutch. You can't do as many as you want. You have to do three. If you miss three, you have to go back down. So, yeah, once you miss three consecutive throws, yes, you absolutely have to go back down. But the idea around that with how it was originally written was they didn't want people being like, oh, I only missed two consecutive throws in a row for clutch. So I'm going to go back down and then be able to pop back up. No, it's still mandatory that you have to bull in before you can go back up for clutch. You can still choose to go back down. That's perfectly fine but you still have to bowl in before you can re-unlock that clutch. If you're coming down, you're locking it out for yourself and will need to be unlocked yet again. Yep. Thank you for um... clarifying. The next rule change is that touch touch clutch now has a purpose in life where, you know, you hit that shit and your person next to you misses, you get like a good old pat on the back for it. So that will be... Five points, and Premiere is still a thing with the box, and that will be seven. Uh, that is for Premiere play only. Standard is still, you touch the clutch at seven. So that's it for Premiere play. Uh, round one rule changes. The fifth throw is a mandatory clutch, which I personally like because it makes it more, more even all throughout because you're going to have to hit clutches when you go to Canada. And with the new touch clutch plus the Premiere, I feel like it'll really show you who should qualify for Canada because it's made to be the best of the best however many throwers. And I feel like that will help it instead of people just bowling in the whole time and just getting their way there and then getting out and then being like, well, shit, you know? You go in expecting something. 15 Mando clutch attempts now? Is that what that math is? Is that math mathin'? I don't fucking know. Right? (laughs) Five games of three rounds. Yes, three. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Too sober for math right now. I'm not about it. <laughs> Round one will be premiere rules. So that is no bleeds. You cannot bleed outside of any of the lines or also slower value. Then then the touch clutch is five. Premiere is seven. I don't know if either of you can describe this better, but there's like the 70 plus average thing to help you get into that will like get you into round one. It was a lot. I'm just really bad at explaining I just like I understand this. Go ahead, Alex. You do your thing. So, um, from my understanding, uh, the rule used to be seventy plus average could qualify you for round one if you had a seventy plus average for three um, consecutive seasons in a row out of the five that are typically held throughout the year. They have since changed that, so you still need three plus seventy averages. But they don't all have to be like back to back or anything like that. So this opens up for marathon leagues. If you're throwing in multiple leagues in a single season, that can also help qualify you. It just makes it a little bit easier for people who maybe can't afford to throw so many seasons in terms of like their time and their personal lives to dedicate eight weeks to coming to league each week to be able to throw their best. This just kind of lightens that burden a little bit of having to throw three in a row. 
And then, like, what happens if you throw your two first seasons with your 70-plus average and then you have a real bad season, your third one, then you're kind of screwed for the year. So this helps um, alleviate some of that and still make it so people can qualify just easier via the 70-plus average rule. Yeah, that makes more sense. And honestly, I would be really curious to see, like, how many people need that rule to qualify versus champ points. Do you want to go into champ points? No, I do not. Because I you sure you brought it up. Go ahead. Talk about spirit points. Go ahead. Most likely, most likely, people that are qualifying out of the seventy plus rule will have already qualified over through champ points or something. Like I'm, I would be really interested to see who, how many people are qualifying only out of that seventy plus rule. I mean. What is it? Champ champ points are how you finish in playoffs, right? Yes. Okay, so where you end the regular season and where you finish in playoffs. So say you throw in a murder league and you still got that seventy average, but you don't finish well in season and that. So like, I can understand it being a. Also, if you're hopping leagues, then you're not always gonna have the same number of champ points as somebody that throws that league all year round. Mm -hmm. So. That's, That's also fair. helpful too. So there are some, like a little handful that will benefit, grasp, and suck that titty of the seventy average. <laughs> wow, <laughs> foul, oh, foul. <laughs> suckle, suckle at the teeth. Suckle, the- suckle that seventy plus average out of that titty. <laughs> My God. So that's a sum, like that's a good summary of what they just dropped. And all of this will again start on March 9th. Uh leagues cannot switch mid-season to start these rules. It has to be at the beginning of the season. Yeah, do you guys have any comments on any of this before we I mean there's obviously been a lot of chatter on social media, as always, with anything in the axe world. I think this is the first time that it's been received mostly positively by the community at large and i think that has to do in part with the fact that they put out a whole survey for this um so that was you know obviously super helpful and it's great that they actually listened that the itf really like sat with it took their time with it and really you know looked at all the options and this is what they came back with and i mean again it's just one of the first times that rule changes have been introduced that have been more positively received than not and i think that's just a huge step in the right direction as far as the itf paying attention to its community's wants and needs i will say the only rule i was very surprised to not see was one x same and to be quite honest i was disappointed uh i am one of the the one axers um i see the argument made for both so we don't need to get into that whole discussion but because uh, we're just talking about the rule itself right now, it was pretty, pretty split down the middle. Like that was a really close thing based on the survey results, at least as far as what I had heard. From what I had heard, it was about a 5% margin in favor of 1x. Correct. Yes. Which is not that close. <laughs> 5 5% overall? I think that's closer. It's closer I, than I expected it to be is I yeah, guess what I was saying. A majority. And if that's... I mean, you also have a bunch of people that you don't know how they feel on it because they don't comment on it. When you got the loudmouths on Facebook well, that vocalize all of their well, opinions. They didn't, 
They well, yeah, no. So there's probably more that. people out there who do feel that way, but like either don't care enough, don't care, yeah. or or just like. I what 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 I really mean though is I was surprised to see it not go to one X after hearing that the majority did vote for one X or I agree wrote that in the survey. That's what I'm surprised about. I agree. At least right now, for how late we are in the year, I think I would be too drastic of a change because you are throwing off a lot of people. Of the th- don't shrug at me, JC. I'm only <laughs> shrugging. Like, what's what's the end goal? Are we going to do one of these surveys every year and the rules are going to change every year? Is, like, this is your this was your chance. Yeah, but, like, I understand, win. but I think it's too close to the, the quote-unquote biggest tournament of the year. So you basically be like, yeah, sorry. You have to only use one axe now. I would like, argue that you why can was make it included? <laughs> Why was it included as an option for people to comment on? If there was no intention, that that I just I think it was me. I think it was mainly a comment because Urban did that the one act thing. Yes, I think before that, that never. I don't think that really crossed their mind as a an issue they need to talk about. But as someone who uses two axes, I can use one axe, but I like both of mine. They're my babies. Yeah, they're allowed to be your babies. I think it's fair enough to say that there's plenty of time for this rule to have been implemented and for changes and adjustments to have been made for ITC because we are still five months out from that round two however we are not we are a month out from or excuse me round one round one we are a month out from that is a big change and I think that when I say close it's close enough that it's a huge change for a significant amount of people in the community. And that's why I think that they decided to not address that at this time. I also think, JC, to your point, yeah, we should have surveys every single year, every year. Do I think that rule changes are necessary every single year? Absolutely not. Definitely no. But I do think it's important to keep a pulse on the community and what is on yeah, people's minds what like is upcoming valid. how we're evolving how we're changing constantly so i do think that this is a great step in the right direction in terms of us being heard by the itf and seeing positive changes and i hope to see that continue in the future i do you're right i do agree with that i um, concur so another i think one of the bigger kind of topics of people leaning towards one side or the other. The um, clutch being five points. How do we feel? I just wanna I just want to clarify this is for premiere only. Yes? Correct. So in standard leagues their touch clutch will still remain seven points. Mm-hmm. But in premier leagues that touch now turns to a five and a premier premier through the box is now seven. Big controversy. Yeah, some people were saying they wanted it to be the touch being three points instead of five. I think that's kind of stupid, in my opinion, because how often are you really up? But I don't know. Like, it's just... I mean, I, 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 am, I, I read through a bunch of comments, and I understand the argument for both. Um, I do see that it being five is now going to put us in a lot of situations kind of where we were before <laughs> uh you know say someone was up two, they stayed down for a ball and you have to hit the clutch premiere to tie to go to big axe it's gonna force a very similar situation if that person's up two, they go clutch they hit a five 
Now the other person still has to hit a premier clutch to go to Big X. Like, it's the same scenario wearing a different hat. So it seems like an odd change just because I feel like people are going to go for it. High risk, high reward. With that, like, margin of error of just hitting the touch, you still benefit, can benefit from. I think people are going to use it, but I, I, I have a feeling that the same result's going to happen. I mean, I think it'll make it more interesting to see how people go about it, because if I'm up by two and I'm, I'm at least confident on my touch clutch, I will go up and yeah. potentially, I mean... I think a lot of I've, people will. Yeah, because I, I feel like it's more of a more of a skill. I feel better as myself of myself as a thrower going for clutch and if the other person wants to as well awesome if they want to stay down awesome you do what benefits you but i just think it'll make the game more interesting having it be two different values and i love big x so i think it even risking that chance of going to big x will make it a little more an interesting way to go to big x i am most excited for this role for big x mm-hmm I don't know how many fucking times I've been in a big axe clutch off and hit it three fucking times, but none of them are premier. And then we come back down and I hit a three and the other person hits a fucking bullseye. I am sick of it. <laughs> so I am excited. I am very excited for that. So one thing I can do is hit big axe clutches. <laughs> uh, like JC said earlier, I definitely read through a bunch, right? A lot of people have strong opinions versus the three versus the five for touch clutch. Uh, I personally, I like the five um, because a majority of leads going into the fifth X are by two points. So if you, I don't think that you should make a harder shot by going for clutch and have it be less points than a safer shot of a premier bowl. Personally, that's how I feel about it. I think that it still leads to more big X, which I obviously really love. I think it's an important part of our game. So I'm definitely here for more big X opportunities in Premier because we did see, or at least I did, a slight decline um, because it's not as often that people are tying if they're down to. Um, mostly you'd see people tied at the fifth, both go up and both miss, and then you'd go to big X. I've also th- thrown at choppers where we've done premier bowls and touch clutches for x amount of rounds and then we switch to full premiere and i excel at that personally i am more confident in my standard clutches than i am my premier bowls especially right now that i've working on breaking in a new axe so i'm here for this rule change and i think that it incentivizes people to go up which is only going to push the sport forward in terms of skill and competitiveness as we get back to that mentality of always going up. And I mean, obviously that's gonna change in a tournament setting, right? Everyone's mostly going 100% clutch in their leagues, but don't obviously always do that during tournaments, understandably so. But I think this kind of gets us back to that where we're going to see more people going up and that's exciting. And I, again, personally hit more premier clutches when I'm just throwing standard. So I'm here for all of these changes because they benefit my game greatly. So I'm I'm excited to throw with these rules and to not see my average hurt quite so much, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a little defeated. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I'm like, wow, that felt good. Cool. And it looks 59. terrible. Six, 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 well, with that being said, a lot of people are saying that it's taking a step backwards in the difficulty of I the sport. I was going to 
I was going to say that kind of the opposite of what you just said, Alex. But also remember, this is not the first time that we have, quote unquote, taken a step back. This is the second time Premier Rules have been amended. Because when they first dropped, it was the 1.75 inches of the clutch. Oh, well, because that was so your blade stupid. coverage. God but right, this is song. this is where we're this is where we're at now is we're taking we're walking it back a little bit, right? And making it more more manageable, I guess is a good way to put I it. Think, but I think that first that first clutch change for Premier was because that was just so stupid to have a like lock <laughs> caliper. That was dumb. I'm glad they were yeah, like the, the, yes, the point of that was to eliminate measuring, right? <laughs> yeah. And to move the games the along quicker and then we just kind of did the reverse. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, all right, here. On on the same topic here, I have a question for you guys. If we didn't fudge up that first introduction to Premiere so bad, do you think that we'd have two separate rule sets? Because I don't. I think that we would have all progressed because these are the new rules. We're all throwing them. I think it would have been a progression and we would eventually get to kind of what we're at now. Yeah, but that's not honestly, how that happens. Think, so now we have these two. We have Standard and Premiere for the foreseeable future. I think if they would have originally done the Premiere Bull Touch Clutch as the second step of rule changes, it would have just been one. Everybody's throwing this now. But they went, like, all in. Premier Full Bull, send. Weird, <laughs> weird, weird as hell clutch to get that 81 and it was really divisive because a lot of people are like i'm not here to compete i'm here to have fun and that's ridiculous and i agree the majority like, that was ridiculous. Yeah. majority Absolutely. of people that play this sport yes so yeah i do agree i think if they would have taken the time to like really look at it with a fine-tooth comb of like what's the big picture and what's what's the end game like what's the goal they probably would have come to a different conclusion but they didn't and here we are three years later <laughs> everybody's getting angry on the internet again <laughs> keeping facebook alive <laughs> i feel like axors will be the last ones using facebook but yeah no i think um i think it's a i think it's a valuable point we could have kind of skipped all of this had we progressed naturally and one <laughs> step at a time one foot in front of the other as opposed to a cannonball into the deep end do you guys think that the touch 3 offers a different strategy because i think that it does i think the most common argument that i've seen for a touch three versus a touch five is that uh going clutch should be as punishing as it is rewarding the issue that i have with a three is that that's not very rewarding to me but very hurtful <laughs> <coughs> well that's the high risk high reward kind of train of thought yeah but it and just feels like a high thought. risk and no reward <laughs> Or next to no reward. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw for this thing that is objectively harder to hit, and I'm gonna get less points than the thing that I throw at for the first four throws that's easier to hit. That's a question. Do you think a premier bull is harder or easier to hit than a touch clutch? Oh, I mean, oh, I think it's harder, personally. Premier bullseye. Yeah, I mean, again, where I'm at currently. With my new axe, yes. For me right now, as I'm rebuilding my throw, yeah, because there's much more likelihood that I'm going to be out just a tiny bit, and that's going to bite me in the ass, where I could be in just a little bit and be But yeah, more. so that would be the same amount of points then. 
if it was a three. Yeah. Oh, good point. I actually haven't even thought of that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. I just thought about that when point. you explained it. Right. Like, like, yeah. Well, that's why I would rather it be touch five, which is what it mm-hmm. is. So still happy <laughs> that yeah. it's five. I did see someone was mad that it wasn't a six. I think no. I no. could see a six, I but I don't. But why? I don't like it. I don't. Think I don't I like it. It would put out big axe more. Like big axes wouldn't good. be a thing. Uh, the instance of it being up two, and that person goes clutch, and they hit a six. Like seven, eight. It's out of reach. It's regardless. Now, out, now it's out of yeah. reach. Regardless, so. It, made it does sense not work. Like it made sense in the early that, that because it they made more it. like a well, yeah, because there was more variety. There was of scores. Yeah, there was six and eight at least for the clutches, well, and there was five, five. Four, yeah, three. so like that makes sense. But with our thing with the one, three, five, seven, like most, I, most games are going to end up either tied plus two, plus four, plus six. An yeah. even number doesn't make sense. If you're playing against me, you're up six. <laughs> <laughs> disrespectful <laughs> listen hey but last week that happened twice and i hit the clutch both times so you never know what's gonna happen <laughs> i thrive under pressure alex do you have a, do you have a comment plenty what which, which i know which one I, go ahead. I, I mean i i realized i think i cut you off a couple times by accident that's why i was no like, i was just waiting for you to stop arguing over each other <laughs> what do you mean um yeah i don't know i think that I think that it being six is just dumb. It puts it out of reach. It makes it too easy to put it out of reach. It's, at that point, it, it just seems like a standard league. Yeah. Right? Yep. I think that the the arguments for three and the argument for six, I want, I want to put those two people in a room and just listen to the utter chaos that would happen. And I just want to sit there as the five in mostly the middle and just be like, hi, I'm the compromise. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Now, here's a question for you. Here's a random thought that I had today in regards to this situation, right? The three versus six. Yeah. What if in keeping a touch clutch five, right? Everyone's biggest complaint is that the premier bowl is too easy to hit or an easier shot. Yeah. What if we waddled it a little bit and made a smaller ring on the inside that you have to hit if somebody has hit the touch clutch like yeah. a, a tighter circle for premiere what are, you, what are you judas what are you trying to do <laughs> i'm not so trying I, to do yeah. this it was just an interesting thought that i had <laughs> interesting or treasonous a treason i'm kidding i'm kidding uh-huh. yanking your chain <laughs> sorry go ahead. adeline our resident waddle hater what do you have to say um no, if if they wanted to make the bullseye smaller, I think that's something I would lean towards like being okay with if they were to make something smaller. I just like don't make it more complicated than it has to be. That's that's because if you mentioned doing another ring, like that's just that's so fucking much. All right, cool. So let's take that out and let's just shrink the bullseye. I'm surprised that that also was a result of this survey is that everyone's fine with the target. I was quite surprised. By that I mean, one. I'm chilling with it. Like, I, I so but, that's what I'm saying. Like, the if they were to make something, I'm chilling smaller, with everything but the bull. What would you have preferred to see? Yeah, I don't know that I would have preferred to see it, but if the bullseye, just the bullseye, not the other rings, if just the bullseye had been made smaller, then we wouldn't be hearing this argument that 
it's an easier throw versus touch clutch. That's true. I think they're they're both around the same for me personally. I think it just depends on the day. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, for me anyway, <laughs> it's absolutely dependent on the day. How am I feeling? Some days Premier Bulls feel well, not recently, but they used to feel great. And then touch clutches seemed like a, an absolute enigma. So it's either a clutch day or a bull day. It's yeah. rarely both. But I am super excited to see how this plays out with round one with these clutches. I've been I've been a big proponent of it, it with full transparency that it may mean that I don't make it. And that's fine because it's a fucking world championship. And I think it should be hard to get into. <laughs> I think it should be for those top tier throwers. My opinion. ITC um, of those yeah. competing in round one? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that that clutch call has been a long time coming. I Agreed. am. I'm anxious to see how this 5-7 clutch plays into that. Because this that will be live for round one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anxious to see what scores are going to look like. Because man, if you're just having a rough day, and you gotta everyone go gonna know fifteen <laughs> times, everyone's gonna know. Everyone's gonna. But know. therein also lies the problem with round one, in my opinion, too, is that it is this all or nothing day. That's not a game. It's not the same pressure as a game that like you will experience at IATC. So it's literally you throwing you. Yeah. No, it's an it's an accuracy contest at that point. Yeah, it is. You're right. But that's a different conversation. <laughs> that is. That's a different episode. Not just the conversation. That's, that's an episode. entirely different You're right. episode. You're right. But I All am. Right. I can't wait to see what happens with those clutches. I have a question for you guys. What are you guys going to do on a tie? Tie? I'm gonna I call it. You're, You're tied tie? fifth round. I'm going to maintain intense eye contact with my opponent <laughs> until they make a choice. No. <laughs> I, I, are you going to divert them? I look at them and I'd be like, you want to go up? And if they go, sure, sure. If they don't, I'd be like, all right, cool. We'll stay down then. Yeah, same. So you, you would stay down, even though you're so were. confident in your in your touch clutch? Well, okay, wait, we're talking with about- the chance with, of winning? Yes. With with the, okay, well, we with the touch clutch- We're talking about the rules with, all the time. Yeah, we're I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I have, it, I, Premiere is just such in my head. It's kind of like a, no, if, if they stay down, I, I'd go up and risk it. I don't. If think I was, I, would. Fe- if I was feeling good on my clutches that day, though. If I wasn't, then I'd say. Mm. I also mm. think that depends on how that other person has been throwing. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you've watched the, if, say if this is stalking your opponent round, to see. Or if it's just like you know your second or your third round, like how, what's been going on over there? No, Alex said specifically <laughs> yeah. fifth. If it's like final round tied. No, did you mean I said fifth row? Fifth row. Yeah. Oh, fifth I thought you meant like and, and oh yeah, no, 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 no. sorry. Fifth oh, row. Yeah, that changes the whole round. thing. Yeah, I'm going up. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. I, I can think... see myself doing either or, honestly, mm-hmm. because I... there have definitely been days where I've my clutches suck. <laughs> I think that would just literally depend on how I'm th- if if my opponent goes up, I'm absolutely going up, hands down. That's that's yeah. not a question. <laughs> but I don't know if I would go up if they didn't. <laughs> That I don't think I could say what I would do one way or the other until I'm in that moment and how I'm feeling. But I would, my gut is telling me I would not. I would stay down. Every time I stay down, I freak out and throw a fucking three. Like, it's just, 
I don't know why my body does it. Maybe because I've done it again Showtime and I've thrown a three and maybe like karma's a bitch and then I'm like, okay. Sorry. I would much rather lose on a clutch than a baby bleed three. So I feel like I would kick myself first. Like the first time I stay down because I'm nervous or whatever, that's it's that's a mental check at that point for me anyway. Like, cool. We're going to either lose on a, do you want to lose on a three or do you want to lose on a harder shot? Like what's easier to sit with for me personally, it's definitely losing on a clutch. Those baby bleed threes kill me. Yep, that's fair. That's not, that's a tough one. Comment below what you think. Yeah. <laughs> or or send us that. Or we can make the poll. What was the last we make poll? A poll? Yeah, we can make a poll. I'm trying to remember what the last No, I think that was the last poll. Oh no, I th- what okay. was worse? I was it was a standard. A standard three or a standard miss clutch. As someone who's thrown quite a bit of them recently, I agree. They are worse. I only said that because that was my one throw away from a perfect night and I was pissed. I threw oh, a standard so fucking three. That's an extra yeah. that's an extra hurtful one. Fuck. I've that's never I've never about. thrown a standard what perfect you, night. What did you do to your axe? Did you piss it off? <laughs> I don't know. Just oh, left a unicorn a unicorn night? Never have done it. No, I, I had one to. night where I threw five matches and it was 181 and four uh, 74s. <laughs> I've been close to a unicorn two or three times now. Actually, it's got to be more than that. But each time I've missed it by like two throws. Like either two, it's been either two clutches or a clutch and a three. It's been stupid every time. Stupid. <laughs> every <laughs> time. Mm, every time. Well, it sucks to suck there, bud. It certainly does. Is there anything that was not discussed with the new rules that you guys think should have been added or... I mean, we did talk about a couple of them already, but there are any others that you think should have... Should, or at least should be talked about that are, like, well-known rules that, like, aren't... Like, have we had that problem with the etiquette thing oh, previously? Like, things that aren't written? Um, yeah, actually, we had a fireside chat in Baltimore recently about what you're doing on the fifth axe and whether or not, or, like, when to throw on the fifth axe. If you, because you both have to declare what you're doing, but there's nothing that I saw when I looked up the rules that states that you have to wait for the other person to throw. So say I call clutch, JC calls points. We're throwing at the same time. The the calls have been locked in, agreed upon. Can't switch them. You you can actually, according to the rule, you can. So, for example, same scenario. Let's say I call clutch, I go up, and I hit it. But JC already called points. That can be overturned if I agree to let her throw clutch. But if I'm like, no, you made your call, you have to stay down. You're talking in the instance of a tie in the end. Of a tied round, yes. Yes. Yep, but apparently there was uh, a couple situations recently, one of them at regionals, where someone called clutch and the other person was no-calling but waiting to see if the person hit their clutch or not. Not if you're in a a true tie. If you're in a tie, that shouldn't happen. You should be together. So if it's the fifth round, yeah, and final... 
if there's nothing written down in the rules about it, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Might just be a little rude. (laughs) (laughs) Back to etiquette. (laughs) Yeah. No, I agree. I couldn't win like that. Like, I'd feel like an absolute asshole if a person went up. That in, in Alex's instance, that's not trying to win. That's trying to tie to keep going. Like if that person hit. Not necessarily. Tie, do you think if they miss their clutch that that person would then call clutch? Or do you think no. they would just take the win? Yeah, but if they you were staying down anyway, if they said they were staying down, that's what would have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. In that instance, but, they're trying to stay in the game. Right, but you still can't wait. I don't think. I, don't, I think if you've made your not call, you're throwing at the same time. And even in, um, I think we've talked about this before, like, even if someone is up and everybody's going clutch, like, I'm throwing at the same time. I am not waiting, even though you were up in points. <laughs> Sorry. No, if you've, if you've, if it's already been called and agreed upon, yeah, if I'm I don't the think same that call, you, I'm not waiting, regardless of what the points are. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't mind waiting. I, I don't mind waiting. I don't mind when the other person throws. I will still wait to throw my axe regardless of when, if the person has, is throwing before me or after me until like I have less movement in my peripherals personally, but that's just me. Is it with a higher prize on the line? You don't think people are more eager to win? I want to have more faith in that people aren't all, but you know, I don't think that people are awful. I I think you get one bad one or one questionable bad judge yeah questionable one or even a bad judgment call right we are Mm -hmm. all human like we've definitely all made calls that we regret at some point or another whether it was within our first season when we didn't know better or whatever like there there's a learning curve and stuff like we've all done (laughs) made a call and we're like oh maybe i'm never gonna do that again (laughs) fair very fair yes i don't want to think about i don't want to think about who i was six years ago <laughs> i don't know her she doesn't even throw here she doesn't even throw here i have so many shirts that say that I was, I was I mean, technically in your situation past you didn't that's also true way to just open up a wound adeline jesus r.i.p golly <laughs> golly look we got golly. one we got one <laughs> I can guarantee at least one guy yeah, per episode. Guarantee. Yeah, in case no one noticed our episode with or interview with Kimmy. <laughs> Shut up. Alex's favorite catchphrase. Shut up. Golly. It's just the inflection you say it with. Yeah. Me every time. The, <laughs> the, uh. <laughs> I love it. I hear it in my sleep. I love it. Golly. <laughs> uh, you should try to learn to sneeze and say that at the same time. What? What? Yeah. yeah, let me let me just add that to my resume of skills. To blow her nose and say it at the same time. Yeah. I don't know, JC. What were you saying prior to this episode? What was I saying? <laughs> what, what are you working on on those bracelets, friend? Your buttholes. Yeah, your buttholes. <laughs> That's not how you were saying it, though. My little buttholes. Little <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to get a good plosive. B's a plosive consonant. Butthole. You need the b. b. Got to explode <laughs> out of your mouth. Butthole. Explode out of your butthole. Yeah. 
Yeah. B is another plosive. Anything that goes p is a plosive consonant. B. B and P. <laughs> we are a little off topic. A little bit. Okay, well, another issue, or another thing that is not stated, which has been said before, like, there is a number of how many people are there to start a league. The answer is five. You can have five people, and that starts, like, an official league league. Anything less is considered a rec league and does not go towards your stats or your CRS. And I've seen comments and issues with a whole bunch of stuff with that. And I think that just needs to be specifically put in the rules. Because even though we all know it's five. Yeah, no, there definitely should be a page that has a clearly outlined what constitutes a sanctioned league versus a rec league and how it affects throwers in each. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like that's an easy correction that should definitely be done. And uh, one to add to the list. If you can tell me how my one foot cannot pass my other foot to a certain point in so much detail, you can tell me how many people it is to start a league. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, I honestly, I wish what the IETF would start doing is every time they make a statement on Facebook that's like confirming... A rule that doesn't actually exist in the rule book. Like, write it down somewhere and then like add them all. <laughs> Jot that down for like, oh, we should add this later instead of just. Or do you go edit your website? Type adding it in, a comment on a brave. Facebook post of like, oh, this is the rule that a couple of people are gonna see, and then it's just like word of mouth distributed. distributed like how how round one is gonna be premiere that was leaked before the rules came. But like, oh, through a Facebook comment, yeah. <laughs> it's I'm telling Axe making Facebook live by those comments, <laughs> yeah. It's Honestly, I will say that that is project that is on the table, which I'm glad to hear. But it is just like that's a little common sense. I'm like, you're you're you are posting from the IETF account confirming rules that people are telling you are not written down. Make make a fucking list. <laughs> and write it down. Make, like, make a fucking list. The hands me and add it to a note. <laughs> add them later. <laughs> got killed. Start a start a um start a hat and then just every week. Alright guys, what are we gonna have on the website today? Alright. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> um, oh, I loved it. You're gonna love it, gonna right? Love it. Well, after that being fixed, maybe the CRS bullshit can be fixed. What? I don't even understand the point. At this, I don't point, understand CRS, CRS to begin with. What is it useful for, though? Just spirit points, bragging rights, bragging rights. Like it's not. It's so flawed that no one uses it for anything. <laughs> Two most useless Correct. numbers in axe throwing, CRS and champ points. And champ points. <laughs> the yes. spirit points. And can I tell you how either are calculated? Absolutely not. Don't ask me about it. <laughs> I just know <laughs> that if, it. if I beat somebody who's like number five, I go up maybe two points. They don't move right. at all. But no, you go up more than that. Okay, sorry, four. I go up like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to shout out Vin because... 
we were just talking about this a couple of weeks ago. When CRS like first came around, I was in the Urban Philly, like the one of the hardest leagues. It was like the Wednesday Murder League. And I lost every game and I played Vin and I won one round at like in a year of being in the league. His CRS dropped like 30 points. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid and I'm never going to let you forget it. <laughs> oh man. That's hilarious. It was really funny to see. Not even the game, one round. <laughs> That's See, that doesn't. <laughs> If you lose really or tie somebody that is ranked lower than you, you drop significantly. I think it was like I hit a 27 and I think he missed his clutch or something and I won that round. <laughs> uh, like, see, that's so points. dumb. <laughs> what round? So dumb. I, I, I mean, that was like many moons ago. It's still, it's still not as bad, but it's still... It's not as bad. That was like peak bad. That was the worst <laughs> it was. It was really funny. Yeah, but now like people that are like above 20 like don't move or above like 10 don't move there's a couple people up there that just like don't even throw anymore and they will never yeah <laughs> yeah so it's like what so what's the point yeah. yeah i feel like at some point there should be a uh there should be like hey you haven't uh, there has been not an axe scored under your name in a year we're gonna archive you <laughs> yeah until until you start throwing again, and then we'll bring you back in. But, like, what's the point? Yeah, it's don't understand. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, I wish I did. Do, I mean, Alex, you obviously cannot, if it's if it's hush-hush, secret-secret, you do not have to confirm it, obviously. But will they, is there talk about, like, announcing when the round two bids start? Like, actually them announcing when it starts? Does that make sense? Like how technically like, the start of it was urban open, but like the after round one stuff. The tournament circuit? Yeah. Not that I am currently aware of at this time. Okay. Just because that's, I mean, I just saw another post about it and we talked about it last time of we us, how is that going to work? I mean, like I can theoretically imagine how it works, but I would like to know when I, the start I, and I stop and when the start for the next. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, we did talk about this a little bit on our last episode, right? that this is the first year, right? It's the first year of the tournament circuit. There's obviously going to be kinks worked out. Does this seem like a very basic and obvious one? Yes, this does. Uh, there should be, if we can pick a calendar year, we can pick a tournament circuit qualifying year. Same, same. No difference there. Um, so I think that's obviously something that is going to be looked at very hard after ITC this year um, and adjusted. And it should be because it's very unclear right now. Um, plus, it's a little, in my opinion, backwards to have spots still being given out after round one's been thrown, because then those people need to make up that round if they didn't already throw it, because they thought that they weren't going, or whatever the case may be. Oh, so, or they point. just, Or they just need to know. I don't think we talked about that last episode. What if someone doesn't throw for round one and then gets a spot? in one of those after-the-fact tournaments. Yeah, do you just hang out at your venue on a Saturday and throw your 75 throws and get it recorded? Do you have to... Or do to... you just get thrown to the bottom? Or do you I get thrown to the so. bottom with that your stats from the tournament that didn't throw under the same rules? But then again, that gets into all different style tournaments qualifying um, for the same bid. It so... would be It would be with the same rules, because after that, after no, round I one... Mean, 
I mean, 75 throws going clutch. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. I got you. Wild. And mo- there's some people that need to know months in advance, and you can't book a trip yeah. if you're in Australia, like, a month in advance. Like, you need time. Like, Honestly, so that should be I the feel, start of the next year. I feel so bad for our Australian friends. They get the sh- absolute the short end of the stick. Yes, mm-hmm. and the UK. Anyone outside mm-hmm. of Canada of the and yeah. North America, yeah. Yeah, they all get the short end of the stick, and that's really, really just unfortunate. And I would like yeah, to see fun. that addressed for yeah. for their very sake. passionate areas of the community. They really are, and I want to see them at more things and let them prepare Same. to come and visit. I just yeah. want to hear the accents. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just I want to hang out with everybody. I still have my Australian flag that they gave me in my room. Mm. I love that flag. No baby flag. Last, last time I was at IATC, I got to stand. I was standing next to an Australian and someone from the UK and then me. And I was like, oh, what? What a cool community. Right? <laughs> I love this. We just randomly stood together. It was great. I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> <laughs> were lovely people. One was wearing a suit. One from Australia was wearing a suit. Wait, was it the striped suit? I don't think it was striped. Maybe it was striped. I don't remember. It was awesome. It was great. Let them come to more things. Let them plan ahead. Be more prepared. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Get a project manager or something. I don't think I've gotten a throw against any of them yet, which is why I want to see them at more things. And in order for that to happen, they need adequate notice Mm -hmm. for these types of things. Yeah. So year to year should be start date to start, start date to end date. Like. Also, can we please... Do we also think that it would be great to sync up the qualifying year with the tournament circuit year? Can we just have all these years, everything, yeah, make it one. all the same? Make it one. Just make it one. I think I said this last time, like trying to explain the calendar year to someone that's new is insane. Just make everything. That's right up there with champ points. Oh, my God. I want to pass it off to Alex and she's going to go over what we're going to talk about next. What we're speculating, really, uh, because we have no idea what's going to happen next. And this is kind of important because I, quite frankly, as a league runner, I'm tired of having to email every time there's a screw up with stats because somebody forgot to hit that little goddamn clutch button and score a clutch correctly. Uh, I want to I'm eager to see how we're going to be scoring this in act scores, the different point values for the clutches specifically in Premiere. Um, is that also going to be universal? Is it going to be the same across standard leagues as well? Is it going to be the same thing? But you just have to know a button to hit? I'm curious. I'm curious how they're going to work this in and what the coding is really going to look like and how it's going to change X scores because I'm sure thousands of league members are going to need a tutorial on what buttons to press so that everyone's stats remain yeah. accurate because I know there are some people that get quite touchy about their 100% fall rate for clutches in their regular season league. So I do hope that whatever changes they're making to act scores are not only going to be ready in time, but also functioning correctly. Yes, and not easy to fuck up. User-friendly is the word I'm looking for. I think it would probably be easiest if they did something that goes across both leagues. Like when you hit the clutch button, you get three little buttons that come up of different point values. You get a little square for a premier clutch, the seven. You get like a little circle 
a little green one if it's five with a five in it and a bigger green circle with seven if it's in a standard league and you know which button to press. Yeah. I would also like to see however they end up doing it. I do hope that we can see that on our profi- our player profile pages so that I can see the difference in my stats still. Like, I'm in Premier League, but how many touch clutches did I hit versus... Oh, touch versus Premier clutches. I like that. I would really like to be able to see the difference. I'm not getting my hopes up for that one, but I feel like that's important for a lot of throwers, myself in particular. Adeline? I was going to say, with the very little I know about coding with watching Jake do it, because of how it's separated from like a premier and standard league, there could be a thing that has that, like when you click that option, that it would be able to just, so if you hit, if you're already in a standard league, then nothing would change. But once you hit a premier league, then like say you hit the clutch button and then you would have like two things pop up, a five and a seven, like right next to each other or something. Mm-hmm. But like just because of how the coding, I would assume it working like that. Standard would not change; they would only change it in the premier coding. On that would probably all of that, and I would assume it would be in there if you hit a five or a seven on it. It's just getting them to display it. It's kind of For depends us. on how much. Yeah. The per- so it just depends on how much the person wants to put into it, really. Because anything's possible. Please. Pretty please. Take this request. <laughs> I just want to see if my touch clutches in my Premier League. <laughs> please. Yeah. yeah, I that that seems like it would be the best because it's literally giving you like making you choose the right option. That's less room for ooh, I hit the wrong button. If you're going 100 percent clutch, it's obviously easy to look back at your matches and you can calculate it as yourself what's touch versus premiere, but it would just be oh so convenient if that was already done for me on my player profile. And if they're already calculating one clutch, if they're making it a separate coding thing, I feel like I have known nothing about coding. So correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, same. I'm the most technologically challenged person out of this 3 and out of so many of us. So, yeah. 3 3 Not trio. 3 But, I mean, if, they, if it's already being calculated for one, if it's a pop-up, I feel like that's just like an extra little add that. <laughs> Calculate that <laughs> that percentage rate, too. I feel like that sh- would be pretty easy as someone that knows nothing about this. <laughs> right? Tech support. <laughs> exactly. In general, we're hoping that this will be user-friendly and that it'll be done on time with zero glitches and that we don't crash X scores on the first night of League with new rules. Not even of League, of... Um... <laughs> the U.S. champs. <laughs> It is just U.S. champs. Yeah, that is the first thing. Not important. Nah. (laughs) Nah. Who needs work in technology? We used to do this shit on paper. Yeah. I got a $5 bet right now that you have to do it on paper. I'll take that bet. you? Whoever's working it, because I know what I mean. (laughs) Time for the hot day cat. Let's fucking go. More competitive women. Oh, I yep. Yep. Alex? Yeah. Yeah, this one was mine. The entire hot take is that I see a lot that people say, we need more women in axe throwing. We need more women. We need more women. It's not that I don't agree. There should always be more women everywhere I go, personally. Um, <laughs> but it's the, the, com- the competitive thing is what gets me. 
Like if you look at leagues, it's pretty 50-50, I think, in terms of participation, overall participation. When you look at the competitive side of the sport, that's where you see it mostly male-dominated. And I don't think that we need necessarily, quote-unquote, need more women in the sport. We need more competitive women. That means women coming in and dedicating time, energy, everything to the craft, to the sport, to getting better. Because there's already top women in the sport that have shown that we can hang with the best of them. So we all just need to step up and do that. If you want to see more competitive women in this sport, that woman can be you. Mm -hmm. It can literally be you. You don't have to wait for someone else to do it. You can be that person. You can put in that time and effort and dedication and focus. And you can be exactly what you're waiting for someone else to. Mm -hmm. So I disagree when people say we need more women in axe throwing, it's pretty 50-50. If you want to see more women competing at the top, be that woman. Just takes time. Takes practice. I cannot agree more. I I cannot wait for the day where we're not scrambling to find out who's the last woman standing in a tournament. I Just because it happens so often that we're always at the end, like we need more women. Just to be at the end of the tournament. Be at the end of the tournament. Fuck them. I can't wait to see a tournament where we have two women going head dead for a title. I I cannot wait. We've seen it. Well, I mean, we've seen it in women's tournaments. No, we saw it last year at uh, Urban Madness. It was Moira. Oh, you are absolutely right. Yep, absolutely right. Well, I want to see more of that. That was exciting. Yeah. That was was incredible. You are absolutely right. And I want to see more of that. And not just once a year. (laughs) <laughs> there are so many tournaments. <laughs> I want to see more women battling it out at the top. Yeah. Everybody get your shit together. Go practice. <laughs> Myself included. I'm saying that for me. Uh-huh. Same. <laughs> That's a collective we. <laughs> a collective. We need to go practice. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't just couldn't say it better, better than you, Alex. That's yep. I have talked to we collectively have talked to a lot of the top females of this sport and something that is kind of like a common denominator of these conversations is that it's lonely up there and not only is it lonely it's so much pressure because we're carrying the weight of a community within a community and just trying to trudge forward just a little bit more a little bit more that is a kind of weight that no man ever has to carry into an arena at any single tournament but every time we step into arena, we have almost every woman's eyes on us, hoping that we're going to show them the way. That's a lot to carry. That's, and it's heavy. Shit is and actually think, terrifying being in that situation. <laughs> terrifying. I'm more scared of that, I think, than I have ever been or ever will be of an opponent. The <laughs> legitimate fear that I felt going into day two at ITC, because I knew that I was the only woman there, to represent for all of us was unlike anything I've ever felt in my and life. You were proud of you regardless. Yep. I know, but goddamn, can <laughs> I have some company this year, please? Hey, I made I, I made Canada. I can try. I was watching. No, I haven't made it yet. Let me get there first. <laughs> Let me get I was there watching first. you on three different screens there, my friend. I had <laughs> I had my phone, I had my laptop, I had my mom's laptop. <laughs> 
I was, I was I was watching like three different live streams. <laughs> I was by your game whenever you were with Daddy. No, I know, guys, I know. But yeah, that's just that's my hot take. I'm tired of hearing people say that they're not there. Coming down to it, that's essentially this is essentially the reason why we started this podcast was to create this community for everybody, but like geared towards more women because the men already have that. They have that little core where they can rely on each other and we need that too and this is one avenue that we can go about doing that is starting the conversations trying to engage trying to motivate and just create those connections absolutely and as much as we are attempting here with this podcast and just in general to lead by example there is nothing stopping anyone from being the change that they want to see. Mm-hmm. Not a damn thing. Everybody's beatable. Anything's possible with Popsicle. <laughs> so just do the damn thing already. Let's go, It starts with making a choice to want to be better. To put in the time, put in the effort, practice, and do it. It's doable. It is doable. This is not an impossible sport. It is fucking doable. It does take time and it takes effort. It's doable. Do it. Just do it. Just oh, do it. Anybody know that Shia LaBeouf? Video? Yes, that's why. It's that's why I said it. Oh goodness. <laughs> Golly, someone do it so I don't have to listen to these two repeat themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Hey, I did yeah. it. It's your guys' turn now. Shit. Hey guys. Hey what? I think that our audience probably needs something to empower them, right? Besides this, some something exciting, maybe. Yeah. I that we have been that. waiting to get into. <laughs> <laughs> that was unintelligible. <laughs> Merch. <laughs> In case you couldn't hear that guttural scream. <laughs> Headphone warning, sorry. It's about merch. <laughs> so we finally have it up and running. You can now go to an of their own.com. If you don't know how to spell an of their own by now, please go back to first grade because you've come here enough to spell it enough. So it's literally League's probably at least a fifth grade spelling word. <laughs> All right, there's a lot of vowels in league. Oh, sorry about it. But it's for you un- unintellectuals, as so of myself, it is A-N-A-X-E-L-E-A-G-U-E-O-F. You spelling it wrong. I even muted myself. I finished spelling it. Oh. Okay. And actually, we have we have shirts, we have hoodies, we have tank tops only for the women right now. And uh, well, unless you're a petite man, then you can buy it. It's fine. But you can Tim, also cut the sleeves off, boys. Yeah, yeah. Tim, you ain't Tim. You ain't your nips aren't fitting in this. Just saying. He actually <laughs> listens to this. He ain't fitting in it. Um. <laughs> 
And we do have patches, but the patches we do have on us. So if you see us and you want patches, like feel free to just come up to one of us. But yeah, now shirts, hoodies, tank tops, all on the website. If you go to check out, you can pick it up. If you go to a tournament or if you have a friend going to a tournament, um, or if you have somebody from your venue going to a tournament and you want them to pick up the merch for you, awesome. We have that all of our all of that in our shipping and checkout and all that. So we try to make it as clear as possible. But if you have any questions, feel free to contact us in any way. Or if anything's not working the way that it absolutely should be, mm -hmm. please let us know immediately and we will get that sorted for you guys. Yes. And, and I just want to give the biggest shout out of shout outs to um, Uncle Willie, who is, has <laughs> held oh, all man. of our hands. <laughs> held all of our hands through weeks and weeks of messages and is just being so amazing and did all of our designing for this um and is helping us do the printing doing all not helping he's doing all the printing he is doing all um, <laughs> so i just i just cannot thank him enough um mm -hmm. yeah thank you thank you thank you yeah thank you. thanks I've only, I've only cried about this like twice so <laughs> it's fine i'll cry more um yeah check your tracker okay. you've cried more than that yeah okay. we definitely have shut the hell up <laughs> don't worry i'm tracking my cries <laughs> i'm at a lot yes. we will also link it on our instagram um on the facebook all the fun stuff um so these we are going to do batches of orders and probably a few extra just so we have them but from starting today go yeah, when this releases, 2-7 through 2-24 is whenever you can place for the first batch. We will be bringing this to the U.S. Open in here in Pittsburgh. Um, there are also the other couple other pickup options if you are not able to make that and you're able to make the next couple of ones. We will pause it, reopen it when it gets closer to those dates just so we can kind of keep them in an orderly fashion. So... I, I just did want to mention too, if you if you see us weekly too, there is an option to pick up directly from one of us. Um, if you see us at league, um, if say if you're not going to the one of those big tournaments, but there are there's plenty of shipping options for or pickup options for you um, if you didn't want to do that shipping. And if neither of those are options, if you're not going to any of these upcoming tournaments and you don't throw a venue with us, but you're still trying to get your merch, you can also get it shipped directly to you. So I think we have pretty much covered our bases um, in all the ways that we can possibly get this stuff to you guys. So you're not waiting on it um, for longer than necessary. So if you're international, because we do have some of our international friends, like we said, we are going to bring stuff to Canada. So if you don't mind waiting a little bit to save yourself some money and some stress on wanting to get your merch, you can always wait until Canada. If Even if you're not going, you still have some of your league buddies or friends and stuff going, they can pick it up and bring it to you. That will save you so much money and hassle. So if you don't mind waiting a little bit, like we do have options, but yeah. And thank you guys so much for quite literally getting us this far. Yeah. Um, we Who would have thought? Honestly. <laughs> honestly. We have so much love and appreciation for you guys sticking with us and supporting us. and offering all kinds of help and suggestions and just general support and cheering us on. And it means the absolute world to us. So thank you guys so much 
Uh, we really hope that you guys are just as excited about this merch and enjoy it as much as uh, we do. We are ecstatic about this release. And just to piggyback again on JC, like, thank you so much to Will. Yeah. Uh, you are the man. <laughs> the woman. <laughs> Uncle Wilhelmina. <laughs> Wilhelmina. We got <laughs> Stefania and Wilhelmina. Yeah, the crew's growing. Um, but yeah, just very genuinely excited. Well, there's a little surprise for if you um, order any any merch. Um, there's a fun little something something waiting for you uh, to look forward to. Now it's time for shout outs. So first up, we have Sasha is the first woman to ever qualify for all four disciplines at the World Axe Throwing, the World Axe and Knife Throwing Championship. What a badass Ooh. bitch. Love That's her. amazing. First yes. book. Yes. Fuck She's yes. that fucking good. Incredible. I cannot wait to see how she performs. Which it's gonna be amazing. So. Yeah, it's we should have a watch party. We should. That's a fantastic idea. We need to find out when it is first. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember if the whole thing is televised or not, or if it's only the ending. I'm sure there'll be streams. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But if there's a watch party. There'll be a watch party. Someone, we'll someone let us know. Yeah. Someone, yeah. We could ask you Sasha. Gave me, you gave me a great idea, and I will, we'll talk about it later. Uh, okay. okay. Next, we have Kimmy, who is number 10 in the World Axe ratings from Chris Ross. Awesome, awesome. It's very cool. It's been like a year long of weekly fluctuations and rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, so many tournaments, so many leagues, I think, went yeah. into that, too. So many. And she's the only woman to crack the top 10 at the very end. Stormy was hanging up there for so long. Mm-hmm. Yep. Honestly, I'm, I cannot believe she she got booted. But congratulations to Kimmy for hanging on. Hell yeah. And next we have Sarah, a.k.a. Woody Wood, hitting a new personal high score of 56 in her Waddle League. Well, nice not job. easy. Yeah, that shit is not Hell easy at yeah. all. It's fucking horrible. No, so Rob. Is- <laughs> Rob did a marathon league, a waddle marathon league recently. He came back and he was explaining the target to me, and I had a headache by the time he was through his second sentence. So, congratulations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tried to explain it to you guys too. It just, it's horrible. No thanks. So, nice job, Sarah. <laughs> uh, we have, um, please tell me if I say the last name wrong, uh, Michelle Codes. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Codezilla, sure. beating her first 81. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Exciting. We love the first one. Now it's easy. It's like light work, you know? Yeah, the it's second not. one sucks a little bit. I was going to say, the second easy. one's hard. The second one's way worse. The second one's way worse. So sorry, <clears throat> but you'll get through it, and then you'll smack a bunch. We have Cat Scratch How? Mm-hmm. Yep. Thanks. I'm really I'm really bad at names. Co-owner of Valhalla North Axe Throwing, quote-unquote, slayed at the European Regionals, explanation point, Finished undefeated in group stages and then finished third in the single elimination. Hell yeah. That's amazing. Undefeated. Got some. See, this is is the competitive women that we need. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Cousin brother. Stop it right now. Sorry, 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 sorry. (laughs) I didn't take my meds today. I'm everywhere. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is the well, title of this episode, the one where Adeline forgot <clears throat> to take her meds. <laughs> That's yeah. all of them. 
That's all of them. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, uh, if you have any questions on the new rules, I would highly recommend not contact JK. You can contact us. That's fine. I um, recommend <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe read them yourself first. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you have any further questions, I'm sure we'll put out some polls of what we think are the most controversial things. Um, yeah. No. Keep keep putting your opinions out there, even if they're a little questionable. There's yeah, always there keep, to spark a conversation. Seriously. Keep Facebook alive. Yes. One <laughs> axe throw at a time. And while you do that, go buy our merch. Please go buy our merch. Because Please. you're going to look so good in it. I, yeah, I just, I really cannot wait to see people walk around in our stuff. So make my <laughs> dreams come true, please. JC's dreams. If you guys want to be the reason that JC has to log another cry in her journal, you want to be? It'll be more than one. <laughs> All right. Well, don't forget to uh, thank you for well, thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, send us a message, do all do all the things. Um, send us an email at an of their own at gmail.com. If you have any shout outs, any questions, anything you want us to talk about, all the things you can also message us on Instagram and actually of their own eighty one or on Facebook. Just message us, same thing, next league of their own. All the fun stuff. Um, yeah, I hope the new rules will actually be helpful. Me too. Anxious to see how everything plays out. We'll know in a couple weeks. Yes. All when right. you get our merch! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, remember... There, there is, is no, no crying and throwing. Why do we do it so slow? I don't know. Okay, that's fine. All right, bye. 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 bye.